Welcome back to Happily Babbly Ever After with your host, Win Seymour. What's up with the screen thing? People seem so into their smartphone this day. It feels like their face somehow glued to the screen by Gorilla Super Glue. It seems like everyone replaced smoking with smartphone this day. Smartphone is the new cigarette, guys. It is so good. I feel so cool. Hey, you and your smartphone, get away from me. I don't want to be affected by your secondhand smoke. You see people at a restaurant with family and their face are still glued to their smartphone. You see people at the grocery store standing in front of checkout lady and their face was still glued to their smartphone. Are people that conscious about the way they look and smell that they need to avoid eye contact that bad? I mean, with your mask, I can't even see your face as it is. And now you're going to block me the window to your soul with that phone? How dare you to block me from viewing that beautiful soul tainted with social media damage? Apparently, the average U.S. adult spend over three hours a day on a smartphone. Three hours! That's a lot of time that you are sucking the vortex of smartphone. Oh, how this been three hours? I'm on my phone. It all has gone so fast. Oh, well, I sh- guess I shall repeat it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. If you think about it, if you spend three hours a day on your phone, that's 21 hours a week. That is a part-time job that doesn't come with any health care benefit, sick leave, or 401k. It's one thing when people are addicted to their smartphone discreetly at their home, but it's another thing when people can't control their addictions when they're outside. I would like all the smartphone addicts take a good look at the cocaine addict and copy the way that cocaine addict maintain their lifestyle. You hear so-and-so a cocaine addict, but you never know where they are, who they are, what are they doing. Why? Because they're being discreet about their addictions. Have a little respect for yourself. Cover up your smartphone addiction when you are in public. Have a little dignity. At least have the decency to cover up your phone addictions. And so I find it odd that people having phone addiction during this time. It is one thing that people are addicted to their phone during regular time, you know, in non-COVID era is another thing when people are addicted to their phone right now in the COVID era. It is sad but typical when you see people glued to their phone while they are at a restaurant in the olden day. It's just plainly weird that people are still addicted to their phone now when they are in restaurant. First of all, there are not many dying plays open right now. Second, these dying plays are not at all operated at their full capacity. So it is a real challenge to get a table at the cheesecake factory. You think people would be at their best behavior when they can finally get into the cheesecake factory and stay away from their smartphone for, I don't know, 30 minutes, right? Eh, wrong. You thought people would learn, but no, they are still glued to their face and ignore the rest of their family. 
Why don't you want to soak in the novelty of able to sit in a restaurant? I mean, if you still want to glue to your phone, why even bother to go to restaurant and block out of the opportunity to bond and have a real conversations while being served warm bread by sad-looking waitress earning a minimum wage at the restaurant? Are you being passive aggressive by showing that you can come in and have a dinner date with your phone? Is that what it is? Dang, COVID can't take phone addict down. I think we all should just switch back to landlines so we can go back to those days, those hours of the day wasted on the phone. Nobody will sit on the landline and chit chat with you for three hours a day, 21 hours a week. Why? Because they have a real job to tend to. With the phone being so within reach this day, people feel offended if you don't pick up the phone immediately when they call or text you. Like, I don't know, you don't have a life of their own. Hello, do I look like a dog to you? Feeling ready to saliva at your every ring? Growing up, I never heard people say they have a phone addictions. Why? Why? Because we have limited talk time. Back when I was in college, it was $60 for 60-minute talk time. That is $1 per minute. Time is real money. So tick-tock, chop-chop, talk fast. And then you get charged even if someone called you. If it was a telemarketer and I mistakenly pick it up thinking it was something important, I resent them for days. And this will be for the time when Google can tell me whether someone is a possible scammer. So on top of being scammed, I still have to pay for scammer time a dollar a minute and whatever the scam was trying to scam me. It was the worst. Scammer, how dare you? I hope you rust in hell. I remember I would rehearse exactly what I need to say and then one the other side, pick up, ready, aim, fire. I shoot the message so fast to the point that I'm out of breath. I'm like one of those disclaimer on the pharmaceutical commercials. Meet me up at 7 at the movie. I'll be at the popcorn counter to bring your wallet. People say that millennials can't talk and resort to text messages. Oh, they use text messages all the time. I wish they just pick up the phone and call. I think it's really the lingering side effect of the dollars for a minute phone plan back in the day. Because in the olden day, if anything can be communicated via email, I'll do that route first. Then I would carefully wait the message to see whether it can deliver via text or whether it really need that personal tone that only a call can deliver. Talk time to me will reserve for emergencies only. So if you call me and you want to chit chat about non-life threatening stuff, you bet you pay me back a dollar for every minute. Treat my number as premium 911. You, if you got it wrong, you will be banned. During the $1 a minute era, my voicemail was, Hello, this is Wynn. You may think this cannot wait and you need to talk to me, but do you really stay on the line to talk to me if this is a life-threatening event that only I can bail you out? Otherwise, hang up and drop me an email instead. While you at it, PayPal me some money and the amount would be greatly appreciated. Ding! And remember the payphone? It was the worst. The machine eat your money whether you get through the other side 
or not. There was no confirmations. It seemed like two-way communications, but it really isn't. It's one-way communication at its best. You aim the message, you fire the message, and that is it. Back to the olden day, whenever I use the payphone to call home, I'll pray to the Lord, whoever pick up the phone at the house, let not it be grandpa who goes, what do you say? What do you say? For five minutes. Grandpa, I'm on borrowed time here. Give the phone to someone else. The only thing worse than getting my grandpa when I'm using the payphone is international payphone. And I get my grandpa on the phone. I remember when I was in London and call home. This would be for the time when I only cost seven cents per minute to call Vietnam. And I was paying $2 a minute to call home. Talk time is young money. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello? Hi, Grandpa. Can I talk to my mom? Who's this? It's me. When can I talk to my mom? Hello? Who this? It's me. When can I talk to my mom? I can't hear you. Never mind. I'll try to call back when my mom pick up. And that goes my $5. It was the worst. I remember the first time we had a cordless phone at home. It was the bomb. I was like, weehee, I don't need the cord anymore. I can walk anywhere in this house and still be on the phone. You think I'm in the living room when you call me. But now, guess where I am? I'm in the kitchen now. I'm invincible. All of these talks take me way back to Thomas Edison's. He calls all of these nonsense. Why? Because he invented electricity, you know. You know what his mom told him when he first showed her electricity? Turn that off, young man, and go to sleep. She was a wise woman because she understand the importance of good sleep. She's the mother after all, and so she knows. 